welcome to 5.0, Fivefold and Beyond with Matt and Amy. In this session, we are going to be talking about the importance of every believer having an active part in the body of Christ and bringing to the table what you carry. And uh, it's a reality. Uh, this is a fivefold principle, and it's a reality whether you believe in fivefold or not, but really you're functioning in some form of the fivefold, but part of the system is missing. And so we're going to be looking at that and delving into that in this episode. And so uh, I want to bring in a new language that we've been trying to use, and we're going to bring that in. I'm going to define that as we go forward in this um, session today. And so we talk about God's kingdom. And in that kingdom, it consists of five systems or domains or realms. So you may hear us using those words interchangeably, and they're all speaking about the fivefold elements that make up the body of Christ. Not just the offices, the apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, and evangelist, but also the gifting and anointings. And we're going to be talking about that in this session. And so these realms, what they do is it reflects the fullness of Jesus Christ and his ministry function on the earth together through us. He flows and uses you. Let's start with a passage of scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm going to start reading at verse 4. And I know this is probably a familiar scripture to you, but this is going to bring about um, a, a picture of what we're teaching today. So it says there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. To each one. And, and yes, yeah, so you see that there's individual workings, ministries, effects, but they all link together to show the spirit, to show the heart of God and who he is through his, given to us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me skip down uh, to verse 10. It's just talking in those verses about some of the different gifts. Um, in verse 10, I'll pick it up. It says to another, the effecting of miracles, to another prophecy to another the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as he wills. For even as the body is one, and yet has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so also is Christ. So this is not talking about every preacher. It says everybody. Everybody that's in the body, every part, every person. And that's what's missing in a lot of people's lives in their spiritual walk with the Lord is understanding the gifting and what's in their life. And so they go to church, love God, do those things. They might have a ministry of some sort, but they don't understand the part that they play. They don't understand the effect that it has on the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. Yeah, because here's the thing. If, if the pastor or the leader of a church or an organization is the superstar, you know, they're the ones that get in all the praise, they, they accomplish all the big things. If, if they're the superstar, then what it does is the people become an audience. That's correct. They, they just become the onlookers, the spectators, and not really a body. 
And this is what we want to talk about today, the the fivefold impact of a body. Right. Fivefold in the in the um effects of not the offices of the apostle themselves or the prophet themselves or the pastor themselves, but the fivefold elements or contributions to the body of Christ, because the body of Christ is made up of this. And so let me define realm one more time, and then we're going to go to an awesome illustration that we want to talk about as the core of this message and this teaching here in this session. So every realm or of the fivefold, so it's a fivefold of apostolic realm, the prophetic realm, the pastoral realm, the evangelistic realm, the teacher realm, those realms or domains or system, whatever word we're using, we're going to use realm right now, there is found three things. And in that is the office. We've talked about that already. And we'll continue talking about that as we talk here in 5.0, fivefold and beyond. You have the office. In the office, you will find these traits, the mantle that someone is wearing and the authority that goes with that mantle. That's in the realm. So if we pick the teacher realm, you're going to find them that person, the person, the fivefold gift person has a mantle of teaching and the authority to go with it, the authority that's given by God and that's upon that individual. The second thing you're going to find in there, in this realm, is the calling. That's an individual thing again, but the calling is what? It's the anointing, anointed for a specific purpose, specific application or what we call calling. And the third thing is gifts. So you can see how it goes kind of micro every step here. Gifts, which is the grace and the tools that the Holy Spirit has given you to carry out your, let's go backwards, your calling, which is evident in an office, maybe. But every believer has gifts and a calling. And they need to fulfill that. And so there we're, there's what's going to be found in the realm. We find people with a mantle. They're actually the apostle, the pastor. But there can called. be others that are flow apostolically yes. or, or help function with that. Let, let me bring about this illustration because I think this is going to give you a good picture. And uh, it's our body systems. Now, we all know that God made our bodies so intricate intricately and and beautifully like the bible says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made so let's look at how our bodies function and no this is not health class but i do want to bring this about because i think this is going to give you a really good understanding of what we're good talking picture. about yeah mm -hmm. a good picture yeah so first of all our bodies have a lot of systems um, i'm not going to tell you them all but uh, let's start with the nervous system so you've got the nervous system and in the nervous system you have the brain but you don't just have the brain. The brain alone, although it may be the primary organ of the nervous system, it alone cannot function and, and make our body function the way it needs to. So you also have your spinal cord. You also have nerves in that system. Then you have the circulatory system. In this system, you have the heart. I mean, you think, wow, you know, we can't live without our heart or, or without our brain and the nervous system. But it's not just about the heart because there's also in that system, you have the blood vessels, your, your veins, your arteries, your capillaries, and the, your blood, you know, the red and white cells. And then you've got the plasma and the platelets. And so there's so much that makes up each system. So every part is very important to make that system run. So, exactly. so what we're talking about in the fivefold, let's say in the apostolic, you have the brain, 
or the whatever. apostle, the apostle, mm-hmm. right? Which is the brain, we'll say, just to, for picture's sake here. Yeah. And then, then you have everything that goes, all the tendrils and the nervous system and everything else that needs to go throughout the body to send a signal down through your spine, up to your brain to make your body move, which is the body of Christ. So in that, you have other individuals who have anointings that are apostolic in nature, they themselves are not an apostle, but they have apostolic tendencies in their nature of their giftings that God has given them, uh, their calling. And then their gifts are like totally that contri- contribute to the function of that brain so that one cannot do without the other. Every part. What's another system? Exactly. Another system is um, your digestive system. We have your digestive system that, you know, your stomach that's the core. But what about your esophagus? What about your mouth, your tongue, uh, your small intestine, your large intestine? So there's so many other parts to that digestive system that are really important. We have your integumentary system. Um, You may think, oh, what's that one? That's your skin, your defense system. I mean, your skin is holds the it all first together. thing that people see about you is the outside, the exterior, but it's also the protection that keeps bad stuff from getting in. Um, that also includes your hair, your nails, uh, different sensory nerves. So there, there's, there are other systems, your reproductive system, respiratory, your urinary system, cardiovascular. There, yeah, there are so many, but without each other, the body doesn't work well. Now you you can function, maybe uh, you can have an artery replaced or maybe some of your uh, nerves that are dead, but ultimately without that brain, you can't function. The system, you need it. Exactly. You still need the system. And if part of a system is down, then your body becomes disabled. In other words, it can't function wholly or as well as it was designed to function because you've got a part that's broken down. Oh, I, I don't believe in profits for today. Ah, so if you've got a part that's broken down Guess what? or denied. Your, your auditory system is down. You cannot hear mm-hmm. properly. So guess what? Then you're deaf, right? Right. And and we say that, and so, really the body of Christ becomes disabled yes. when first we don't have the fivefold offices functioning, but also when every joint, every member of that body is not operating in doing their part. So let's take it to a house. So in a house you have, say, a septic system or some type that hooks up to the town town city water whatever whatever i don't believe in i don't believe in that i don't need that that's dirty i don't want that i talk in a different voice because <laughs> that's, t- that's because that's <laughs> that's the person that talks like that in all I our minds i don't believe in septic systems i don't believe in septic systems and my whole movement preaches against that i spend more time on the negative than i do about building up the body but anyway i'm talking okay. i don't believe in that well so guess what a bunch of stuff's gonna start piling up <laughs> it does just because you don't believe it doesn't mean that it doesn't it exist and you know what those movements or denominations or whatever are very toxic and that's why you find a lot of toxicity in the relationships in it and becomes very religious in that format. And so this is what happens when all of a sudden when we reject things from the word that God is trying to tell us, no, I don't believe in that. Well, whether you believe in it or not, you're going to be uh, on the receiving end of a lot of negative stuff because it's not covered in your life. It's you gonna start you to can't stink. draw from it. It doesn't <laughs> operate. It doesn't flow. And so that's why there's certain problems in certain arenas. Exactly. So, you know, the bottom line here is that every believer is a part of 
the a system in the body of Christ. Yes. They're not necessarily part of every system. No. You know, we cannot be everything. Jesus embodied the the fivefold in his ministry, but we're not Jesus and we need one another. He purposely, the Holy Spirit, and when that passage yes. that I read did not give one person every gift because we need to have the rest of the body to function. And God made it that way so that we need one another. Most of all, we need Christ as our head, but we need one another in the body. Yeah. So then that puts the onus on, on the believer that every believer, every person has gifts that need discovering. Right. And I know this sounds elementary, but see, we hear teachings on gifts and many of you have probably done those gifts and personality tests and different things in your church and your Bible study. But what happens is when we're all said and done, nobody knows where do we go from here with that. And we don't see how it's connected in the greater picture. Your gifts are linked really irrevocably to fivefold function within the body of Christ and even within the local church. And so every person comes, you're not just a pew warmer, you are to be a participator, right? There's a difference about, God didn't say go make Christians, he said go make disciples. And so you discipleship freaks, really, that gets you going really good. It's a fivefold principle for activity of release for the body of Christ. But anyway. Exactly, because these the fivefold is not like a ladder. It's not a hierarchy. It's more like a dice. And I understand a, di a die has six sides. I get that. We're talking five. But it, it is. It's like the five dimensions, the five sides. You flip it and you've got a picture on one side and you flip it and you got another picture. And, and working together, they all fill out the the. Yeah, it's not even a cube because that's six-sided, but you know what I mean. It fills out the ministry in the kingdom of God. And, you know, when we really understand this, I think it's good because what it starts to do is give us a better tolerance for one another and not even like first tolerance, but then appreciation for what each other does in the kingdom. Right. So those gifts, once you find them and you release them, once you release that, you, you find out that there's specific realms that you might flow and function in, you know, with a greater joy. You're not trying to force something into where it doesn't belong. So what, what about these gifts? What does gifts indicate? A gift indicates the ability, mm. uh, the, the ability to do something. A gift is like a tool. It's the operation or, or the effect that we operate with. First Peter 4.10, if you want to go look that up. Not us, but you, I'm talking to the listeners. <laughs> they can look at that later on. The calling indicates. Identity. When we begin to look at our calling, that, that gives us a picture of who we are. You know, in 1 Corinthians 1.1, 1, 1, Paul introduces himself and he says, you know, I'm Paul, an apostle of Christ. So th for him, that was indicating his call his mantle. or who God created him to be. Yeah. Not necessarily what God created him to do, although the what flows from the who. Right. right, right. It's not a title. We talked about already that in previous um, um, podcasts. Anointing then. So we got a gift indicates ability. The calling indicates identity. And the anointing that's on one's life indicates purpose. Hmm. And that's we see in Isaiah 61. And then um, also Jesus r repeats it when he says, um, I am anointed to you know, preach Set the, the gospel to free. the poor, yeah, heal the brokenhearted. So it, anointing is uh, that empowerment for a particular purpose. 
So what then um, just begins to unlock all this and what begins to feed into it and facilitate this? You can't do this all by yourself. And so it's amazing when you're among a group of people who are fivefold in thinking and understand uh, and value what others carry around them. And so in the early church, we see this in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And there's something that we're all good at, and it's called fellowship. And fellowship is more than talking about the size of your tires on your truck. What we're speaking about here in Acts 2.42, it says they were continually devoting, continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Huh? Apostles' teaching and fellowship can't have one without the other to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So we, we all like to eat. Uh, especially after church and things like that, uh, fellowship, right? So it's often over food, but that fellowship, um, it, it, it's, there's a definition that we want to talk about there for a second. Well, in that verse, we see, um, you know, they were steadfast and, uh, continually involved. That speaks of a passionate commitment and a continuous activity. So this wasn't just something they did, you know, once a week on Sunday morning or Saturday night or whatever or you, know, they had that you to. want to look at. Right. It was this passion that they were committed to to acting and moving, operating in God's kingdom. And then it talks about they they were steadfast through the teaching. And and teaching speaks of of growth. So whenever we are involved in ministry or one's area of influence, this causes growth, progression, a movement forward. Mm -hmm. Ministry involvement, different things like that to keep the the things flowing out of your life and not becoming stagnant. And then the fellowship speaks mm -hmm. of the joint participation. That's what it means in the Greek. Everybody's involved. Joint participation. There's that joint stuff again. And we're not talking about marijuana either. <laughs> no. Joints like your elbows makes things work, move, movement. There's this word movement, everything in fivefold. Isn't that awesome? And as we flow, you know, people can get caught up with, okay, well, where do I fit in? And we, we need to find that out. We need to have understanding. But it's not always like, you know, every teacher is exactly the same and every pastor is exactly the same and everyone who flows in the pastoral operates a certain way. And there's such a blending. It's not so compartmentalized it's blended if you look at your body right all of the organs are intertwined together like yes you can see the specifics and and they have like the nervous system all the elements of the nervous system there are things that are specific to that they have a specific drive and function but at the same time they can look very different and and each one touches maybe a different part of the body every nerve goes to a different part of the body and and so there's that unique overlapping sometimes as well that blendedness right so frustration might be coming into your life and it's because um, of a number of things but some of the things that we're talking about today maybe you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole you're trying to you know you're being cookie cuttered uh to a certain um expectations in your life whether it's imposed on you or whether it's your own um, making up in your own brain and you're getting frustrated and you're or you're trying to be like somebody else um, there are specifics, there are commonalities, but at the end of the day, and this is not necessarily a, it's all about you message, uh, you're so special, golly. No, but we are want to bring out the point that we have been made unique in the, that we fit together like a puzzle. Picture a big piece, a puzzle. You take that box, you open it up, put the pieces out on the table, they're everywhere. But when they are properly placed, 
they create a beautiful picture. And you are one of those pieces. And God is, whether you're a minister, whether you're a leader, or whether you're a believer, just beginning to move in your calling, either way, you are made to connect somewhere. And, you know, Ephesians 4, 16, do you have that verse right there, Matt? It says, to whom, and we read this before, and this is an amazing one, to whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working. Now, this is interesting because the body is not held and fitted together by the apostle or the prophet or uh, the pastor, or teacher, or evangelist. Or an ecumenical movement in your town. Exactly. The body's held together because every when every member does its part, that's what holds the body together. Proper working. Exactly. The fivefold offices equip and release the the individuals, but the individuals, when they're operating, that's what brings this thing together. And it, yeah, causes growth for the body and the building up of itself in love. Right. So if an individual is not supplying, Uh-oh. then it becomes a leech. It just sucks off the life of what the others are supplying, yeah, but refuses to give anything in itself. That's pretty, pretty heavy to think about. Oh, man, that's awesome. Awesome teaching in this podcast. We need to give them some call to actions. We like doing that. Some things to ponder, think about personal inventory or or um, steps of faith. So number one, number one, if, you, if you're a leader, um, are you actively identifying, developing and releasing people that you lead? And I'm not talking, we're not talking about, yeah, let's make them what we need them to be. We need a Sunday school teacher. So we just need someone who's very faithful, committed and loves us. And they'll just go do it because they love us. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about putting people to work as jobs necessarily like that. It's yes. Yeah, helping people in the journey of discovering what who God carry? has designed them to be. Why are exactly. they the way they are when they move in the spirit like that? Number two. Do you recognize, and this is for everybody across the board, do you recognize and value other people's unique giftings and contribution to the kingdom of God? And I ask that question because sometimes you think everybody ought to be like you. They got to have the heart drive and the passion like you for the things that you do in the kingdom. And if they don't, they're not a spiritual. And that's, that's what's caused a lot of ripples in the body of Christ when exactly. we're trying to make everyone else like us. And it can't be. I mean, what would happen if the lungs, uh, you know, yelled at the heart, you're not bringing oxygen into the body? Well, what, if, what happens if the heart listened and started, started functioning as a lung instead of a heart? Well, then your blood wouldn't get pumped. So it's the understanding that you're not going to be like me. And that's okay because you're doing your job. It allows me to effectively do my job, which allows the body to function. Right. So I, I got to stop sassing you and thinking if you're a real Christian, then you're going to be doing what I'm doing. Well, not necessarily. Yes, we, we all need to love each other. I get that. Yes, we all the need to be kind. We all need to be filled with the spirit. Right. But as far as operation and function in the body, we're going to have different passion that drives us. We're going to have a different different gifts and callings that are propelling us in the kingdom of God. Right. And here's an inventory question. Close off with this. Number three, if you have jealousy or if you're intimidated when you're around others, just ask the Holy Spirit for revelation and then a transformation of yourself and how you see others. And then uh, you'll be able to move in cooperation more. You'll be able to be confident without judging yourself or judging them, trying to make puff up yourself or 
you know, there's certain reactions that you have, you know, um, you're quick to judge and say they're not of God, but they're just moving differently because that's their calling. So may the Lord just bring an understanding today. Thank you for joining us in this session. Uh, just be blessed. Think about these things and where you fit in the body of Christ. And if you're touching those around you and helping to release those around you, be blessed. <laughs>